Yeah, you pressed it. Live. Are we live? We're live. We're live on Facebook. Good morning, everybody. I'm James Lamplow, and this is Mr. Mark Novak, world-famous real estate agent. Set. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good, buddy. Property prices, 10 years. Why, do pro why does property go in cycles, Mark? Why? Well, look, you know, everyone's asking at the moment and uh, we've got 50 agents in the office and out of all the agents in the office, the most commonly question, the most commonly asked question that we get asked is, mate, it's just not, it's just not going to happen. It, 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 do you reckon, Mr. Real Estate Agent, that it is possible for property prices to double over the next 10 years, given the economic climate that we're currently in, in the eye of the storm? Have you seen, Mark, in the last 10 years or maybe 20 years or 30 years or 40 years before, have you ever seen a 10-year cycle where the prices have actually doubled? Always. Always. Yep. So, so guys and girls, that's it. Go ahead. If you didn't, you'd be buck it'd be bucking the curve and it would actually be more rare. You know what? We've had uh, people in the eye of the storm. People can't find it hard to remember other storms, but we've had recession we've had depressions we've yeah. had wars pandemics uh, we've had uh, this pandemic we've had gfc one we've had gfc two and every single time property always always comes back comes back strong and doubles well that's right property property seems to hold the fort for the economy doesn't it? For the most part, during these troubled times, wherever they come back, it always seems to be the most resilient part of the market. And look, I don't think I think um, James, it's 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 not by chance. Um, and I, I think that one of the factors of property is the is economic crises. Um, that's one of probably a, a many factors and the other factors are just so strong and so over overwhelming that they keep supporting property it's our biggest asset class in our country it's yep. bigger than stocks it's the biggest it's bigger than gold it's the bigger it's it's the biggest way that australians hold and manage their wealth um and there's a reason for that it's quite amazing to think it doesn't seem like a long time but 10 years will go like that if you can make some smart investments, it's going to put you in good stead moving forward in life, isn't it? It is. And you're not spending it. Um, it's very easy to, you know, if it's a stock, it's easy to trim. Yep. You know, it's, easy, it's easy to sell 10% and spend 10% of the value because it's risen. Yep. Um, you can actually do it the same day. <laughs> yeah, right. So would you say something like the stock market is a far, far riskier side? Obviously, you can have extreme profitability in there, but you're thinking stability in the in the real estate long-term game is the way to go. Well, look, stocks have, have proven to f perform better than property. Yeah. Um, but we habitually, uh, with people's habits, um, property supports um, growing wealth better. Yeah. Um, so... For instance, if you were stuck with a mortgage for some stocks, it doesn't really sit well in your gut to be paying a thousand or two thousand a month off on your stock mortgage or your stock debt. Shouldn't call it yeah. mortgage, but, um, and you wouldn't do that for twenty years, or you wouldn't do that for thirty years. Um, 
but when it's the roof that's over the top of your head, yeah. um, it's it's just something that you you we're programmed to do and we're programmed to support. So yeah. I, again, that's just another factor why why the another element of why people um, continue to to support and invest in property. Um, look, another one is that. And you've also got property all, all over the country. So you've got, you know, different states with different with different property uh, styles of properties and everyone is very proud of their own state. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, where, what, what's the banter you, you hear through different states? Well, that's right. So what do you, you know, everyone's like Queensland, oh, it's great for lifestyle, uh, you know, but again, Queen, you said, because with, with with making money out of property, you make it in two ways. Uh, you make it in rent, yep. or, uh, which is your yield, or you make it in capital, which is how much the actual value of the property has gone up. So Queensland tricks you because Queensland makes a little bit more rent, a bit more yield, but over a five or 10 year period, it doesn't it doesn't grow like Sydney grows. You got Melbourne, you got Western Australia, you got Northern Territory, you got all these other areas of, of Australia. Yeah. And do you think with the urbanization and sort of globalization that's occurring more outside of the capitals and more in remote and less previously less popular destinations, the prices are now rising. Do you think those outside of the capitals will will find the same growth as well? Or do you feel there's still far more risk with those associations? I do. I um, I do reckon. I, I do reckon out of CBDs is going to do better. So, um, I had the conversation the other day about capital growth with a client, and what they're noticing is that they're noticing that northern. Um, um, actually, Margaret, I had the conversation with as well in our office, and she said, "I've noticed a lot of people coming to rent from the city." from Neutral Bay, from Mossman, moving to the beaches. Yep. And then equally, I'm speak, um, well, she's saying, I'm actually noticing clients that are actually moving out of the northern beaches and going to Newcastle, Gosford, further up north. So there is this real, there is this more for this transition where people are choosing yep. lifestyle over. And I think that's going to support capital growth to answer your question. Yep. Yeah, right. But it's interesting, isn't it, with what's been going on at the moment uh, in the last couple of months and um, the way people have been. We, we, we talk about it primarily in the commercial side of things, Mark, with um, office spaces and social distancing and compliance with these new rules. But actually, it's not just the corporate side of the world that's being impacted by it. But you see people moving out of the CBD so that they can, you know, might be moving to somewhere like the northern beaches. But then that lifestyle kick takes over and... Um, yeah, getting out of the northern beaches and a lot of people moving up to the central coast, up to Queensland, lots of other places for lifestyle over over work and everything else. So, yeah, it's interesting. It depends on what you're really wanting from life, isn't it? It definitely does. And look, if you've just tuned in, what we're talking about is property prices doubling over the next 10 years ahead of us. Uh, some people would say impossible. Some people would say possible because that's what it's always done. Something that I want everyone to think about who's watching is the pattern of um, of property is not just under it's underpinned by a lot of different factors. Yeah. So when it's very easy to entertain the the economic factor, 
uh, you know, and just look at look at that in isolation and explain and say that is why property is not going to perform purely because of COVID or the economy not doing well. But what people really have to also remember is all of the other factors of why people are living in Sydney, for instance, and yeah. in the area and is in the areas that living. Because I can tell you guys that this like definitely if you look at even uh, it sounds really weird but I, I i look at property like like i look at basic instincts of people and and why people do what they do so even climatically um sydney is a superior um city to all other cities in australia climatically it doesn't get too hot it doesn't get too cold. That's a big reason for people to be attracted to a city. It's a big enough reason for people to be attracted to the city. And even though you're going against the odds with an, an economy, sometimes for a year or two, climatically, the suburb, that, that city will still actually do very, very well because it's just yeah. the right temperature. It's not snowing. It's, um, it's very when enticing. You look, hey? It's very enticing, isn't it? That's it. And not only that, but then that starts attracting businesses for that reason, because yeah. you know businesses can operate more effectively because they can, you know, even logistically with with pr production or manufacturing and stuff like that. If you're not dealing with snowstorms, yeah. you know, you know, 365 days a year that you're going to be producing your steel yeah. fabrication or whatever that is. So climatically, I think people realise you've got to look at that basic instinct for capital growth. Another win. For, um, for for Sydney and why that does well. What about what about you? What do you notice? Why people would move to Sydney? You're from the UK. What's what's another reason? I must have had this conversation a thousand times with you, Mark. I'm not from the UK. I just sound like it. <laughs> no, um, look, it's interesting when that in, when you were in the UK, when I was in the UK, oh, I see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> The migrant or the immigrant or what am I? I'm a bit of a bit in between. No, um, look, people people migrate in and out for all sorts of different reasons, and um, you know, it's for family reasons, um, for personal reasons. I suppose that comes under family. Um, yep. For for mine, it was for for personal reasons coming back into Australia um, from over living in the UK for ten or ten or twelve years. So. Coming back to the Northern Beaches was something I had told myself from a very young age that I was always going to do. So it's just one of those things you have your head, your head or heart set on something. And, you know, if you want to make that happen, you'll make that happen. So I think that crosses into quite a lot of things that are quite relevant at the moment, Mark. But um, look, I don't really I don't really know is the best is the, is the answer to that question. Everyone has their own different reasons. So it's impossible to say. Well, we've we've got a um, we've got a, a big following. Like I, I think from Sydney, we've got a, a lot of people that head over from the UK. Probably number one would be people coming from the UK. We yep. would get people coming from different Asian countries. Um, we will get people coming sometimes from America. And the, the, when I speak to people, and the reason they're actually moving in, which again is underpinning why I believe there's going to be capital growth over the good capital growth over the next 10 years, possibly double, that those things haven't changed. Do you know what I mean? So the reason why people are migrating into Australia have not changed. So if you speak to people coming from the UK, they love the climate. 
Yeah, they love um, they love the it's an easy speak country. They can speak the language. They don't have to get around another language. Yep. Um, Great living conditions. Uh, right. Then you speak to Asian countries. They love uh, the freedom. They love the political system. Yeah. Uh, they love that they you know it's different to a communist run sort of country. Um, they love the climate again. They love the educations probably above all of those. Yeah. So our education system is excellent. So all of these things that these people are attracted to Australia for haven't changed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So for so the capital grow it looks like you just vomited in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I coughed. I didn't want to cough on um but you know you know what i mean like it those things and i know i know when people talk about COVID, it's like no look we've had a really hard economic time we're taking on the you know a billion dollars of uh you know billions of dollars of debt uh this is terrible but fundamentally the strong things in our the things that make our property market strong are just not interest rates or just not um uh you know the, the pandemic and the the economy it's all of those things that are actually underpinning so you know the schooling's excellent in yeah, right. in, in, New, in New South Wales and Sydney the the the, uh, the climate is excellent and you can see people all over the world vote with the money also where we sit in the continent <coughs> excuse me uh, uh, sorry as a continent where we sit I think being we're we're very we're a little bit like Switzerland yeah right okay it's an interesting comparison so we're we're like the switzerland of asia so that helps our property market because yeah. what actually because what actually happens is we are known to be safe we are known to have a great political system even though we may bag it out all the time yeah. um it's when you start coupling all these things that i've mentioned in today's show they are the things that contribute to property values doubling every 10 years. Sure. They haven't changed for 50 years. Right. That's interesting. So, Mark, to finish off, prices, are they going to double in the next 10 years? As an investor, as a first-home buyer, what sort of things are you going to be looking out for to be sure that in 10 years' time, your investment is going to maybe not double, but it's going to get up somewhere along those lines. What are the things we're looking for when we're purchasing a place with that long-term plan? Water, proximity yep. to water, proximity to a CBD. Right, okay. And that so should... world, worldwide, they're the two things that people have always chased. They, yep. will, chase being, they will chase being close to a city and they will chase being being uh, close to water. Water being beach or harbour yep. or lake or lake. People love it. They love it. They love the lifestyle. And I know at the beginning of the show, I said people, people are getting away from the CBD. They are, but they're yep. not getting away like three hours. There's, it's, yep. it's that inner rung that's probably deleted. And now people are moving a little bit to that next rung out. Uh, if I allow me to give you an example with Sydney, places like, Mossman, Manly, yeah. uh, places like Northbridge. Um, very Mascot. exclusive, but very accessible. Very accessible. So, and I think they're not they're not dwelling as hard in that CBD. For they've learnt a little bit about lifestyle. Yeah. Interesting. Oh well, there you go. Do you have anything else to say this morning, Mark? 
That's it. I, I do. And again, uh, just just the nuggets of what we've clo- to close off on what we've spoken about today. Um, how are you, Michelle? Um, the things that we've spoken about today, will property values continue to increase even after the pandemic and even after taking on, taking on this huge economic debt? Um, my point of view is that fundamentally the, the, the assets that our, that our state has and our country have are yeah. still there. Those assets of our harbour, it's beautiful. The assets of our climate, it's doesn't it doesn't you know it's we don't have earthquakes yeah. we don't have uh you know tremors tsunamis where we're not snowing in sydney it's easy to conduct business 365 days a year our education system is always attractive internationally we are positioned well internationally we're known to be a good country we're an english-speaking country which gives us an advantage worldwide yeah. um over over um over other countries Particularly when the when the uh, when the uh, Eastern world is trying to educate their children, if they're of Asian background, they want their kids to get a little bit of uh, a bit of Western culture. They'll send their kids to Sydney to get a degree, to get a great education, and to learn a little bit of the Western way, English speaking, how things work. So all those things are elements that are going to underpin our great property market, and they're not being taken away from us. That's my summary. Very good. Thank you very much, Mark. Great stuff. I wish I could see the comments up here, but I don't have it this morning. But um, thank you very much. Is that a wrap? That's a wrap. Giddy up. Fantastic. Thanks, Legend. Thanks, mate. Have a great Thanks, week. James. Cheers, mate. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.